Right, hello and welcome to this emergency podcast episode of Badger Watch. Now, Badger Watch, we normally play cricket11.com and discuss the results of either the County Championship, the Blast or any other competition going um, through that lens. But today or this week, we have been hit with the news that Jack Leach is no longer going to take part in the Ashes series this summer which has led us to think, where on earth do we get another spinner from the county championship? Now, I think what we've done is we've got Hugh, Chev and Howard as usual with us. And we've each got a bit of a theory on how we can solve this. Um, So I think what we're going to do is go one after the other and each badger is going to present their theory of what to do in this um, crisis um, and then we can nitpick apart. Chev, we're going to start with you. And I'm first going to ask you how you are and how you've been in the last two weeks. Everything okay? Very good. I actually went to a um, few T20 games at the Oval, um, which was quite good with Howard. So that was quite good. Um, um, so, yeah, all good, really. And uh, the weather's nice. So uh, I'm quite happy. Um, I was very Holly yeah, Willoughby of you there, Spin. I don't know if that was deliberate or not. What's that again? Very Holly Willoughby of you. I don't know if you've been following. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you spill it? I hope not. Yeah, we're wearing white today as well. We can let the listeners decide who is the Philip Angelic boy. Um... <laughs> that is very good. Yeah, fine. Um, anyway, Chev. So you are, you've been to two T20s, and how did the news hit you on leeches? Well, I think, you know, somehow in the last couple of weeks, I was already feeling less convinced about this bowling attack and you know, what's left of it, and who's, you know, half injured, coming back from injury, likely to get injured very soon. So all of a sudden, that is not looking as good as I think it, it would have done probably about four or five months ago. Right. Um, and... At least dropping out, you know, it's uh, it's probably a big deal in a way that uh, there's not much else around. I think the nice thing of Leach really is, and I said that before, is that I think it was very considerate of him to make space for my preferred choice, which is uh, folks being right, back. So this in. is so this is your this is your theory. We're getting into it. Yeah, we're getting straight into it. I think, um, you know, in all honesty, there's not really that many options around. I think they are convinced that they can uh, play their own game regardless. Do they need a, a, a full-time spinner? Can they find different solutions? I think it's a type of team and with the leadership that they've got that they will look for an alternative way of, of solving this problem uh, with the existing bigger squad that they've got. Um, so most likely they'll put a different bowler in, but I would prefer them to put folks back into where he belongs because you know I think just as I said on the on the WhatsApp group earlier, if you're that convinced about Bearstow, you may as well let him bowl a few overs. Uh, God knows what he's ever done there, but you know if that's a principle, then uh, just go all out, gun blazing. Look at the bowlers that you've already got. They, they've tested out this new guy, Tom. I think his name is, isn't it? Uh, in the last uh, test, he did all right. So keep him in there, and then see what happens. Do you struggle pronouncing tongue like we might Van der Kooten? <laughs> oh well, there you go. That's that evens it out then. 
Chev, can I point out your theory is pure insanity? Well, I think some of the, the strategy or the way that England has played or think they can play could be, could be insanity once it starts imploding as well. So why not? You know, if you're that convinced about your own game, uh, you know, I know that they've reached out to Mo. I'm not sure Mo should be... But, but aren't you contradicting by saying they should find someone within the group and then going and bringing in someone who's not in the group who they made a point to leave out because they thought someone else was better than him? They're not replacing like for like on that basis. No, you're not. But I think they made a mistake by leaving folks out in the first place. So this just opens a spot for him to actually be uh, joining that squad. But he's selected in the team in the end. That's a different story because um, that might not be actually happening. But because um, otherwise they should have done that already. But at the same time, it may well be that they offer someone else like Ruth to just. Um, ball a bit more than they may have envisaged earlier and, and, and actually do get someone like folks back in. One of the reasons I'm thinking that is simply because it's not just about the spinner, is it? Because then you have to look at the rest of the bowling unit and what you're going to do with all of them and how fragile that could be. So what you know, you don't have to just fix one problem, really. You've got a few more. The puzzle is bigger than just the, the spinner. That's what I'm trying to say. So what's your taking the spinner out and bringing a wicket keeper in, you've you've made that a whole lot worse because you've then got three bowlers plus an iffy Ben Stokes. And, and of those three bowlers, two of them are just sort of recovering from niggles in Anderson and Robinson. Well, half the reason for my suggestion is just by looking at the screen now and, and looking at you, that was part of the reason for me suggesting folks in the first place. Do you like fancy cricket because it picks the balance of your side for you, so you have to make sure you have enough bowlers and an all-round? No, I, I, like, I like this podcast because I, look, I, I like looking at your face when I'm trying to wind it up. <laughs> so, Jeff, who are your... In that case, I've got two questions. Where does folks bat and then who are your other bowlers? Well, he's probably a bit further down. Well, he can't uh, bat above Bairstow. That really is. That really isn't. No, that would be that would be uh, quite interesting, but unlikely. Um, uh, no, I think he should probably slot in about around seven or so, depending on who's actually bowling uh, a bit further down. Are you playing twelve? <laughs> Are you playing twelve players? Have you magicked up an extra person? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. That, but now it makes sense. Now I get. Now I get what you're doing. Are you happy? No, but it's the same thing as that. We can. You know. I. Th- I remember. I was saying about a year and a half, two years ago. Broad is nearing his in the end of his test career. That was probably about two years ago. No, no one's ever said, said anything like of that of that kind since. Uh, but at the same time, you still have to manage the workloads of most of these bowlers. Also, given the very short time frame that they've got to play all these tests anyway because basically there's no one who almost no one in that current squad that can actually play all of those games without was, any injury risk how does taking a bowler out of the squad and popping a keeper in help manage their workloads Chev oh, you know because it's an extra transfer, and we know Chev loves a transfer. <laughs> I, I wasn't saying I wasn't saying folks were going to last for five games, was I? So, so you would go like folks in, and then your bowlers are Anderson, Broad, Robinson, Stokes, and Root. Then to make up the rest of the overs, or would you pick Wood as well? Then, well, again, is, is he is he really back from injury, able to play? 
Well, this is, I suppose, that's Howard's point. And I think that goes for a point, because they also say Anderson will be ready for the first test. Will he, will he actually be on the, on the, you know, on the day or in June, the, the last couple of days in, in prayer? So I think that's where the, the, the problem lies, doesn't it? As in, they don't really know who's going to be 100%. Even Stokes, same thing. If Stokes, uh, Stokes will play, but is he actually able to ball anything? They won't know until, well, they may know, but not share with us, or uh, it'll be two days before and they've got a bit of an idea. And then you've got six or seven players to choose from who you're actually going to put into that squad. Okay, okay. So you're, so, so the Chev theory is to bring folks in and then go with three fast bowlers plus root to bowl your spin and then Stokes if fit. Correct. Correct. Johnny Bairstow, in Chev's words... Well, I mean, he may well get injured on the golf course before we actually get to the first test, so who knows? That's true. If he does, um, I mean, there's a good chance you've taken him out. Hugh, what is the likelihood of that happening, would you say? Him getting injured? No, of Chev's theory coming true. It's, um, I don't want to say completely uncertain, uh, completely impossible, because I can't deal in absolutes, but it's a 99.999% chance of not happening. Okay, nice. Interesting. Maybe we'll do a poll. That's a good idea. I'll do a poll for the listeners. They can um, they can choose on the like BBC. I, 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 I think our listeners are too good to even give that a vote. Right. Lovely. Okay, that's interesting. Just I'm looking here actually. Um, no, I'm going to save that to the end. I'm going to save that to the end. Um, Howard, what would you think the chances of that happening are? Uh, I think you summed it up. I can't. I can't see it. And I don't want to see it, frankly. Um, I think we're already on our last legs as a bowling unit. Um, there's no point risking putting any of them out, any of the big guns out for the series by overworking them in the first test. I'd much rather see a more balanced bowling attack with, um, I mean, Root is going to have to do a lot more bowling than he might have otherwise hoped for, you would think. Um, but I would, I would rather, I think, go with a Chris Wokes for these first two tests in the squad to replace Jack Leach. And nice. the reason for that is no spinner, no English spinner in the county championship has really made a strong enough case for selection this year. If you look at the amount of overs and wickets taken by Rahan Ahmed, Will Jacks, the, the two guys that England have picked on the winter tours, they've just not bowled enough. And I think the Aussies are... Well, I mean, they were going to target Jack Leach anyway. They had a real go at him down under, took him for nine or nine and over or so at MCG, I think, from memory. So they were going to always go after our spinner. If we if we pick a young up and coming spinner, I think they could really get on top of said spinner and dominate them. Uh, I would rather see those overs go to someone who is a proven operator. Uh, certainly, in English conditions, in Wokes, he's fit as a fiddle. He will bowl. As many overs as a spinner can. I think he's he's someone who can bowl. Uh, it's a fiddle. He almost ended his career last year with a knee injury. And so sorry, not not injuries wise, but in, in terms of running in, he's got a steady action. He's not going to tire out. He's not someone like Wood where you bowl him, charging in for five overs, and he needs a couple of hours off. He can he can bowl a Stokes like long spell. Um, so as long as he's not injured um, and capable of doing a job, which he he has been for Warwickshire this year, he's got a decent number of overs under his belt. I think that he is my preferred pick for these first two tests, which are in Edgbaston and Lords, not grounds that 
certainly not lords, not grounds that you're crying out to have a spinner play at necessarily. And Joe Root will pick up the difference, shouldn't put up too much undue pressure on Stokes as a bowler. Um, and Wokes will strengthen the batting a little bit as well. Okay. Okay, so that's Leach obviously out, Wokes in. And then how would you balance your other bowlers? I think I think first morning, the first test, I'd want what I'd consider the strongest bowling lineup. So I would probably go Broad, Anderson and Robinson with Wokes. Hugh, you've got your hand raised on Zoom. You have to have a spinner. And I disagree. Edgebaston takes spin. Last Ashes test played at Edgebaston, who bowled England out? Nathan Lyon. Edgebaston, Shane Warne's best performing ground in England. It it's it's got to have a spinner. I don't think you can play basketball and get 20 wickets without without a spinner. I personally think... I, 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 I think your argument has a lot more credit to it than Jeff's, but I think we have a spinner. Um, I, I, can't, I can't see us going into a test match in an Asher series without a spinner. I think it's madness. Do you... How many overs would you expect Howard route to bowl in that situation? Obviously, it's all situation-dependent. Would you be comfortable with him having to bowl like a lot of overs? It completely depends on state of the game and how how much the Aussies manage to get on top of him. If he's if he's going at ten and over, I don't want to see him bowl twenty overs for obvious reasons. Um, my I guess at this point in time, Root could have a legitimate claim to say he's England's premier spinner with Leach that's fit and available with Leach out. And if you look at the um, the other options in county cricket. Uh, Few have got as many high-quality wickets as Joe Root first-class wickets. He has bowled in Test matches before. He's not going to be overawed by the occasion. Whereas a young spinner making a debut in the Ashes might, and potentially making a debut, depending on who it is. Um, the Moe and Ali chat. The more I think about it, the more I don't see it happening. He's, I mean, he's retired from Test cricket twice already, hasn't he? Um, a third, a third time isn't a good look, and. That it just it just reminds me a bit of that 2009 Ashes where there was a lot of clamour for Triscothic and Ramprakash to come back and shore up the batting yeah. when Kevin Peterson got injured. Um, yeah. It was all a bit sort of desperation, all hands on deck, wasn't it? Um, oh, I scribbled the same thing and remember what happened. Was it Peter? Was that Peterson got injured or was it Bapara got dropped? Both. I think Peterson was out for the series and Bapara got dropped because he wasn't scoring any runs. Uh, and we went with. Trot, who was at least at the point at that point in time, someone who was making a strong case for selection, but the the, the selectors made a very good call in not going back to the old um, trusted hands, as it were. Uh, with Trot, yeah, as I say, you had someone in form that was scoring a lot of runs. I don't see someone in county cricket that is making the same case for selection as a spinner. Interesting, Chef. What do you reckon of that theory? Um... Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's, a, it's a, I think it's a difficult one, isn't it? I wouldn't, in all, in all honesty, I'm not sure what you or if you're actually going to say, but they'll probably pick Ahmed one day and then just have Root still pick up a few of the um, the uh, the overs, but not actually do as many as he would have done otherwise. But um, maybe. You know, I do understand. I think, I think they'll just go. But this is all obviously assuming that neither uh, Mo nor Rashid, who, they, who they've also been talking to, will actually um, be uh, considering coming back for this. So you know, if that happens, and obviously whatever we've been talking about is sort of mute anyway, because they'll probably go for one of those two. 
Yeah, I see. I, I see the reason in picking Wokes because I think Wokes <laughs> just, just talk like a normal person. You don't put your hand up on Zoom. Well, no, you're in, the, you're in the middle of something. I didn't want to interrupt. Okay. No, <laughs> I, what I was going to say is um, you can. I think I can see why Wokes. He strengthens the batting, and then he it also edge bats what a traditional seamer. Teaming wicket as well. Teaming wicket, home ground. Are you worried about too many of the same bowler? Basically, Robinson, Anderson, probably not Broad and Wokes, are all quite very similar. Are you, would you be worried about that? To an extent, yeah. But you, have that, same, you have that same debate if you have to pick a spinner instead of Wokes. Yeah, you, you do. That's true. Um, true. The point I put my hand up to say is if the Aussies are going to target a spinner, which... I think they will, whoever plays. And they have, you know, Mo and Ali's record in Australia is frankly awful. Um, Leach got, was really got after in both last Ashes series, mm-hmm. uh, home and away. Does that not, with the whole of Basel, push you towards put it, picking a wrist spinner? You know, what is the whole 2020 ethos when people are trying to get after you? You pick a wristy because they're harder to whack. If you know they're going to come at you, which you know they are because that's Australians don't, you know, they can't back down from that barrel chested. If you're bowling spin, I'm going to try and hit you over your head. They, it's just not in their DNA. They all do it. They run down the track willy nilly. You pick a wristy and you play them at their game. That's the essence of basketball, oh, which takes me off. Well, okay. You know, crack on. Let's hear it. Right. Huge theory. So I am of the opinion you have to play a spinner. Okay. So. Howard's had enough, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the purpose of the camera, that was Howard leaving the Zoom call. <laughs> and in actually, in doing my prep here, I've come full circle to the fact that they're going to pick Ray, Rayhan Ahmed. Right. So he whacks it, which is all part of the, the, the whole basketball ethos. He's an all-rounder. He can, he can field well enough. Um, and as a wristy, you know they're coming at him. Shane Warne had only played seven first-class matches when he made his Test debut. So, in our, and you didn't know he was going to be a world beater. Then his Test debut against India, he got smacked all around the SCG. So, I think they'll end up going with Rehan Ahmed. He's clearly got something about him. To take Pfeiffer on your Test debut in Pakistan and to play the way he did with the bat, I think it shows a fearlessness of youth. Um, please, please tell me you haven't just compared Rehan Ahmed to Shane Warne. I'm not. I'm not comparing him as a cricketer. I'm comparing his circumstances. Um, he's a very different bowler, um, and, and I think it was one of the Chapel brothers said they'd be mad to pick him because he he's got a terrible technique. His arms too high. He can only bowl googlies. Well, actually, I don't mind him bowling googlies at all the Aussie left-handers, and he hits them on the front pad. So I don't think that's a bad thing. So I've come full circle, having gone through all the finger spinners in the county championship, which there aren't that many. And my real concern here is that actually there's structural issues at play with the county championship as much as we love it. And that it's highlighted now how little we're doing to favour spin bowlers. And actually the changes we've seen this year, pushing towards wins and no draws, it encourages people to produce a green seamer to try and get a result done. So I don't know what they can do We've got two rounds of kookaburra balls. I don't know whether that'll do something, but it's not going to suddenly produce a spinner overnight. We're not doing enough to produce good quality spinners in this country. And what? how do we change that? That's deeper questions. But if you look through all the spinners that... So 
if you look, I've, I've split them into wristies and finger spinners, but your wrist spinner options in the championship, it's not great. Crane, Parkinson, I've included Adil Rashid, Rahan and Critchley. Yeah. Um, Critchley's got 138 wickets at 41 in first class cricket. Parkinson, 151 at 40, uh, at 36, sorry. Um, Crane, 125 at 42. They're not particularly exciting statistics. No. Um, you look through the finger spinners, though, and their averages are all into the mid-30s. It's a really underwhelming generation for, for spin bowling in this country. And if you look at some of the high-profile overseas players in the last couple of years, there's a lot of spin bowlers. Harmer has been arguably the best in the country. Um, but you look at Durham this year, Kuhneman and, and Patel. Um, Gohar at... Uh, at Gloucestershire, there's some good spin bowlers because people don't have their own. Although on one point, I think we can blame Brexit for all of this to to bring that all back in because without Brexit, Harmer's still a coal power player, so he would have qualified for England residency and therefore we could have played Harmer in this test match. We did a sweepstake just behind your back here as to how long into this podcast it would take you before Simon Harmer's name came up in an entirely unrelated. Um, yeah, if you win, well done. The, the, other, the other option I thought about, um, obviously, would be to go with an extra seamer and get Ollie Robinson bowling some off breaks. <laughs> or Ben Stokes can bowl off like left arm has got him. He did it at one point. Well, Jimmy Anderson, so he claims. Mm. So I think you've got to pick a spinner. And I think because the way the Aussies are going to come at you, I think you've got to pick a wristy. Right. Ian White played for the Lions in the winter in Sri Lanka, took six in the match. He's taken one wicket this season. <laughs> I Who's do. that, sorry? Liam Patterson White. I thought I came into this scribbling his name down thinking, oh, interesting. He's got 95 wickets at 32, but he's got one this season. And he's been fit, but he plays at Trent Bridge where they've got Paterson, Broad, Fletcher, Mm. Um, Brett Hutton the pitches have been green they've done a bit don't, don't play your spinners because you're playing in April and May quite interestingly Paul Farbrace was on the radio this week on Monday and I think he mentioned three spinners I think he mentioned someone I think he mentioned Rian Ahmed he also mentioned um, Patterson White so maybe two or three I can't remember who the third one was and then Cook's also come out on the radio or podcast the TMS podcast and he's mentioned three completely different spinners as well that they could pick so I do think that's actually quite a good point in the county championship that we're not probably got enough there to really I mean Parkinson's a really good example he's not bowling at all he's the, got the one you're gone you look at Matt Parkinson 151 at 36 his brother Callum's got 134 at 39. There's not a great deal of difference between them. One's a finger spinner, one's a leggy. They're, they're not stellar records. Um, they're, they're, you know, hats off to them. They've, they've had good first class careers. But are you thinking in years gone by, the depth of, of quality of spinners, there was a bit more in the cupboard than this, wasn't there? A Treadwell who had a fine county cricket career, Sean Udall who played glimpses with international cricket. They'd have played hundred Test matches with this lot. Mm, yeah, Robert Croft. Looking at it differently, though, I think you know before Leach got injured, everyone was just a bit like, "Oh, we got Leach, armor for the future." Uh, you know, that's no one really worried too much about the spinners, did they? It wasn't like a big deal. In that sense, it's only now popping up like, oh, right, we actually didn't have that many options to begin with. Uh, and now it's an instant issue, whereas everyone was expecting the issues to be elsewhere. 
So you're right. I think we've probably taken Leach for granted a bit because he is yeah. the, um, the the mystery spinner that everyone craves. He does a steady job. Um, and you assume at any given point there's sort of five or six bowlers around the country that could do a similar job. But now taking him out of the equation, I think you realise that perhaps we have been spoiled a little bit with him and not mm. given him enough credit. Yeah. Since McCullum took over. Were we the same with Moeen as well? When he retired, we were a bit like, oh, we maybe we've... Do you think he was taken for granted as well? I know he's maybe back in the frame a little bit, but... I've got 195 test wickets. I, I don't think you can take someone with that many wickets for granted. I think what I think Moeen would have taken 300 if he'd performed a bit better against Australia, because I think he'd have been given a lot more opportunities. And for the same reasons we talked about, they, they do tend to attack... The, the finger spinner. Yeah. But I, don't, I think the comparison that we made to 2009, I think it's a little different. He's just come off a, a run in the IPL playing and bowling. Um, it's not quite the same, but and, and he's a bit younger than Ramps and Triscothic were in 2009. I, I think it's slightly different. Mm, interesting. But I do think it's a backward step. They might as well play Monty Banasar. <laughs> um, Howard, what do you reckon? Do you think that is more feasible or less feasible than yours and Chev's? Obviously less feasible than mine. Um, otherwise, I would have come up with it myself. <laughs> I guess my, my question for Hugh would be, um, let's go to Edge Baston, day one. Rahan Ahmed's bowled his first five overs and gone for 50. What are you thinking at that point? Do you, you've, you've said to yourself, you've got to play a spinner. So if you've got to play a spinner, you've got to bowl your spinner. Mm. How, how long do you persist? Well, he's not going to bowl on the first morning, is he? Um, but... Let's let's be honest. I think we're looking at this in the traditional way, where pre McCullum Stokes, you would be like, "Well, look at what happened to Simon Kerrigan. It's it's the end of their their bowling in the Test match." But yeah. actually, I think Stokes just keeps chucking in the ball and says, "We 100% back you. We think you're amazing. You're going to deliver," and he'll keep the field up. And I wouldn't be surprised if they do pick Ahmed and he goes at 50, goes for 50 off five overs. But the way he, they've just got this knack of making people feel good, he's clearly a confident lad. You say right on the first morning. If you're if you're going in with three seamers, Ahmed and Stokes, depending on Stokes' fitness, there's a chance he might have to bowl that first morning, or certainly very early in the yeah. afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good point. Um, I think it probably depends a little bit on the on the pitchers. If there's a bit more of a green tinge, I think they'll they'll pick Anderson, Broad, Robinson. I think if it's a straw coloured, flat looking pitch, they'll they'll pick Wood, Anderson, and Broad or Robinson. Uh, I think I think Anderson. I think they look at differently to Broad and Robinson because he's a pure swing or he's not a pure swing bowler, but he has the ability to really swing it. Um, whereas I think they look at Robinson and Broad as nip bowlers. Um, but I, I personally think they will. I think Robinson and Anderson are fit. They've just been left out as a, as a precaution. So I think you have to assume they are. Um, but I, I personally think it'll be the Ahmed, and I think it'll be fine. I would expect them to ball uh, or to play um, uh, Robinson to be in the first game or two, simply because they want to make an impact as early on as possible in the, in the series. Almost fully expecting him to not be able to compete for that many matches anyway. So if he's not getting injured, he will have to be rested, and that probably won't be for just one game. So uh, try to make an impact with it first few, and then see where you're at 
in terms of scoreline after that. I think that's what's happening to Roy Robertson. So I would expect him to play. You could say that. You could say that about any of the seamers, really, about any of Robinson, Broad, or Anderson, and Wood, um, and Stokes. I guess it's just a case of who you think your best, your best balanced attack is. Yeah, because you're saying Robinson's part of that, are you, Chef? Yeah. Well, I would still think that someone like Anderson or Broad would have the maturity and experience to basically bring a series over the line if they needed to further down in the series whereas Robinson is just all guns blazing fits the profile of how they want to play uh, and see what that uh, where that will lead them so I think that's why Robinson would be for me almost more of a certain pick and I think they would play their game smarter with both Anderson and Broad uh, just because they know that they can also count on them when it, it might actually tighten up a bit later on Interesting. So that leaves us with one more. Mike, yeah, see, my theory, I originally thought the Chev theory of folks was actually quite nice. Um, But I'm going for a little bit of a left fielder here, um, even more so. I think that it's sort of in the same vein as Hughes, but it's a little bit more basball, in my opinion, would be I would go of a bowling attack of... Broad, Anderson, Robinson, because I think they're your three best bowlers on that wicket. Um, and then I would also, and you've got to believe Stokes when he says he's going to bowl in the first test, otherwise what are you doing? And then I would actually pick, to bat eight is Liam Livingston, and then I'd also have him and Root to make up your overs. But the reason is, is I think without a frontline spinner like Leach, I think we're going to go for, we could potentially go for millions. So you've got a bolster in your batting, then also you've got Livingston who can turn it both ways against the um, Aussies. And if they are going to go after him, he's got a little bit of one-day bowling in him as well. And I also think your point, Howard, of Root has got a claim. I think Stokes has always thought that Root's bowling is better than actually other people have given him credit for. So I think together those two can make up the um, spinning overs. And I would just try and back my three premier bowlers on an edge baston wicket to take 20 wickets. Um, so that is my my theory. Um, I did think about people like Ahmed, Will Jacks, um, who else is there? Dawson. I think the Dawson experiment's gone. Moeen, I don't think will come out of retirement. I think actually Alistair Cook has talked Moeen out of coming out of retirement. So he sort of said to him that it's a big ask for Moeen to do that, and he's gonna if he does, he might let Ben Stokes down. Um, so that's quite funny. But then I just think the other bowlers, yeah, that's what I would go for. But I appreciate that it's quite um, out there. So happy, come at me. I actually not... quite like it. I think, yeah, I think it gives you a bit of uh, a bit of everything. In that you've got Hughes' wrist spin argument. If it's if it's going well, great. If it's not, as you say, Spen, he can revert to um, bowling his off breaks and with a bit of one day damage limitation mode. And then you've also strengthened the batting. He averages 36 with the ball in first-class cricket. Um, compared- How many wickets has he got for that? What's the sample size? So 63 matches, 68 innings, 43 wickets. Um, not a lot, is it? No, it's not loads. It's he not averages loads. less than Will Jacks. He averages less than Will Jacks. He averages... Um, so Rian Ahmed is yeah, exactly. Um, it is better than Joe Root. 
in terms of averages. Um, it's a very it's a very similar very similar Liam Dawson actually, although albeit less obviously less sample size. But that's what I would go for. Um, that's I, I would explore that option of the extra batter and the extra bowl, but with the extra batter who can bowl. Um, I think he's the best bat. I, I think Will Jackson's still a bit. Is, is Will Jackson all rounder? Would you or would you call him a batter who bowls? I think very similar to Livingston in that sense. So. He's a batter who bowls, who has tried to work a lot on his bowling. I think. Right. Interesting. In, in um, Pakistan, Livingston got injured in the first test, didn't he? Yeah. Did Jax play the first test or the second test? Did he come in like for like for Livingston, or did they both play in the first they test? Did both of them in that first game. Did they? I think Jack's got six in the first game. He did, yeah. I was wondering if he came in in the second test for for Livingston. Um, I'm getting that that scorecard up. Yeah, it was Will Jacks. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six. So seven, Livingston at seven, Jacks at eight. Jacks got thirty. Livingston they picked Pope, didn't they, to allow them to get an extra bowler in? That's yeah, it. they kept with Pope exactly. And interesting. They really don't like Ben folks, do they? I think, yeah, it, it, Ben Folks is an interesting one, isn't he? Um, but yeah, that's what I go for. I think I've also got an opinion on this whole whole thing that I I don't disagree that Mark Wood is a point of difference in our bowling attack and respect that he can really bowl quite quickly. My my opinion, though, is that he's not like an awkward fast bowler to face. I think you sort of get a whole view of the ball as he comes. And I think... I just don't think he's in our best bowlers personally at Test match cricket. I think if it's flat and it's not doing much, and he's just going to run in and try and bowl as fast as he can, I think the Australians going to absolutely lick their lips at that. Go on, the hands gone up. The hands gone up. I just disagree. He's five foot eleven, so he's not tall. He's skiddy. And the ball, I think, comes from nowhere. It sort of comes from behind him. I think that short ball hurts people and skids onto them and does damage. I I do disagree. I think he he really is the point of difference. He's got the ability to reverse it when it is a bit drier um, at real pace. I I I disagree with you. I'm afraid. I just, well, I just don't think that. Like, I think I don't know if Australia be scared about facing Mark Wood in a Test match when he's just when the pitch has gone a bit flat. And they they don't really know what to do. You know, for Ireland, he would have been he would have run through the Ireland team. I think bowling ninety miles an hour short. I don't think Australia he'll do that. And so, but so I, so this is why I think this whole conundrum is quite interesting with the bowlers and the mix. I appreciate it if it's an early reverse chef. That's really good strategy. <laughs> like whichever pick, whichever spinner England pick is going to get smashed everywhere. There you are. Have another one. <laughs> yeah, I do agree. I do agree with that. I actually, it's a really interesting one for for Leach because it's almost like you're a better player when you're out in the team, isn't it? Like you missed more. Um, so it's like he probably would have got. You know, you talk about Rian Ahmed maybe going at tens in his first ten overs, but I think maybe Leach probably would have done as well if from the nature of Australia's attack. But I do think it does. I mean, it does beg to diff. Like you sort of do understand. Like, un- it's hard to think about the county championship. The fact that you're thinking about Root and then a lot of part-time spinners coming in, the fact that there isn't an out-and-out spinner challenging. Do you think that, is that like a sort of, is it? The, the one we haven't mentioned, I suppose, is Tom Hartley, who displaced Matt Parkinson at Lancashire, who's, but he's got a handful of wickets this year. It's, you know, put him in the under 10 wickets category for overwhelming. This, the cover's pretty empty, isn't it? He's not, he didn't really take off, did he? I mean, 
Yeah, but take off in your world, Chev's a lot lot higher standards than perhaps the rest. I, I actually had a big out team of your team, team in no time. He, he was excellent. Uh, he exited my team quite early after he had a, a few good games because after that, it wasn't really much anymore. But you know, I, I think the part-time spinner solution with a couple of players will probably be the solution if that gives you more batting because they would, they would just look at it from a perspective that they can out-bat Australia eventually. So, but uh, then you're and, so you reliant know, on the toss, aren't you? Sorry? You're so reliant on the toss on that basis that you have to chase and you just set your side up to say, whatever you'll get, we will get. Well, that's what they they tend to do anyway. So I know, but they with a with a more traditional approach, you've got the ability to bowl a side out. But if you if you've got part time spinners on the last day, it's arguably quite hard to bowl the team out. Uh, it would be, but I, again, I think that's also why they may have a couple of players in the frame and then make a decision based on the toss and uh, who's actually going to end up playing on that day. Do we have um? Do we have a like a decision date on Leach? Because they've announced the squad technically, so they don't really need to do anything. Like, is there a, is there a date that they're going to announce a replacement? I think whenever they can convince Mo and Ali to come home. And do you think? Do you would you think they'll just announce Mo in, or do you think they'll announce Mo in plus? One I, I think they'll announce a number. I don't Do know how many. So? Yeah. I mean, they've already picked 16. What's 20? Right. <laughs> so, who you, so who do you... I mean, obviously, Hugh, you'd go Ahmed. And then... But, but I mean... I, I would go Ahmed. I think if you were picking two of them and we're writing off Leach and Rashid that they're not coming, um, I think they would pick... Liam Baston White, even though he's only got one wicket this summer, because he was picked up in the Lions squad over the winter, and therefore him or Jax is in theory the next cab off the rank. I would agree, disagree. Yeah, well, I would think based on Pakistan selection, Livingston and Jax are ahead of Baston White. Yeah, probably. Uh, you're probably right. You're probably right. With, I guess, if not purely for the spin option, but for the the extra strength it gives the batting. That's. Nice. Jeff, did you yeah. Well, I think the only thing I do agree, but the only thing I would hope is that uh, they would release players early if they actually then make up their mind and not the big yeah. I think they will. Not do another COVID type no. approach where no. they just hold on to everyone, uh, even though those players could have been actually playing county games in that same period because um, that's obviously what's happening you're better off putting them back into the squads and then letting them and see what they do there and then maybe pick them again for a, a later game if that's the case then actually keeping them with you for all that time yeah. um, if it's so undecided and so even yeah I agree I think they'll probably get Ahmed in and then they'll go I think they'll definitely get Livings and Jacks and I actually think Dawson maybe but I don't think so um, I actually, I, I, my wrap up would be, I actually think Hughes, Hughes argument is the most convincing in respect of, I think it's what Stokes will do in terms of it's his philosophy, go attacking, pick the attacking option, etc. And he can bowl, he can bowl a googly. That's his like default ball almost. It's a bit like Rashid, isn't it? Oh, look. Yeah. So, yeah. Speaking of the county championship, back on Sunday, isn't it, chaps? God, you transfers. I've got some. I've got some chopping and changing to do. Nisa getting into the Australian squad. Labashane got some money changing hands. Um, just on that, I suppose back onto cricket11.com for everyone is the fact that we are in the 
the Blast at the moment. Um, Howard, you've got some exciting news to share in the Blast comp that you won a medal for cricket11.com. What was that for? One, one, one of Andrew's achievement tokens for, I think it was the top score in game week. Another game weeks or game round six or seven, I believe. Okay. Well done. Very good. I think it's seven now, so it would be one five, five maybe. Very good. I'm at two, I'm at two, three wickets today, by the way. Um, interesting. Yeah, and I mean, we do have the last leagues open. I'm coming last, which is why we're not spending very long on this whole thing. Um, but we will do a podcast, I think, on the blast at some point. Um, it was meant to be tonight, but. The news of Leach. Um, we thought we would assess the spinners in the county championship, of which the cupboard is very bare, which is interesting. Um, and thank you, Hugh, for the reminder to me that it is back on Sunday. Very good. Well, I think there you are. Yeah, brilliant. That's what the listeners are here for. Um, well, thank you very much, everyone. That's been great. I, will, I suppose we would love to hear what our other listeners have to say about this whole thing. So do get in touch with your theories and please rate ours. We'll probably put ours in the description below. Um, so I'll you, leave you. I can leave you with one thought, really. Gotcha. If they don't, if they don't pick Jacks or folks, that it would only strengthen series uh, squad. So everyone's a winner, you know. <laughs> Last point here. No, it was just as soon as Chev said one more thing, I put my hand up because I thought I'd have to be an actor. <laughs> Very good. Well, you've been listening to Badger Watch, an unspun cricket production, and we will hopefully talk about the blast, if not the Cavs Championship, next week. Thank you very much.